What up, drinkers? That's right. It's another episode of Music and Brews with Brian and Johnny. In this week's episode, we have a rare these days live in person interview with the wonderful, incredibly talented Ellis Cole. Uh, Ellis was fantastic. It was in person, so we hit it off right off the bat. He came in, and we immediately started laughing. You'll see this episode begins with a bunch of chaos, just pure chaos. It was hilarious. We'll try to post some videos and pictures of it because it was really funny. Uh, there's falling involved, and and he's not sitting high enough. It's You'll hear it. It's insane. We'll, we'll try to post some video for you. But uh, Ellis is fantastic. Uh, he lives here in Nashville, actually born and raised in Nashville. We uh, talk about that. But uh, he just released a brand new album called Wrong Person, Right Time. And it's a full album. And uh, we talk about that because that's not super common these days to do full albums. Usually people just do singles here and there just for TikTok and whatnot. But he really wanted to do the full album, which I thought was really cool. And uh, we really we nerd out in this one. He's a producer, songwriter, uh, as well as being, you know, his own artist and everything. So we really dive into that and, you know, everything that he did to work on for this album and everything. And uh, it, you know what? It was a really good conversation, not only in that way, but also just because it was hilarious. Like, we were, we were laughing and joking. And like I said, we hit it off right off the bat. There's something about in-person interviews. It just brings it out, you know. So I hope you all enjoy this. This was a lot of fun. And make sure you check out Ellis Cole's new album, Wrong Person, Right Time. And, of course, check out Music and Brews, all our old episodes. We have an episode coming up, an interview with someone from one of my favorite bands of all time. And I can't believe we got them on. So it's fantastic. Uh, so please subscribe so you get alerted to when that happens. Subscribe and follow and just check back on our social medias because... You'll want to hear that. You'll definitely want to hear this episode, and you'll definitely want to hear all our past episodes. We've interviewed tons of amazing artists, and Johnny and I have had tons of really fun lists and topics. So if you're new to Music and Brews, make sure you check those out. And if you're a listener, well, what's up? Why don't we have another beer, y'all? So let's go ahead and dive in, grab you a beer, pop that top, and let's do it. I'll just be super tiny. That's okay. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> it'll it'll look like forced perspective. And you're like, just tilt the camera a little bit, and we'll angle it later. Yeah, that, that should be good. That should be good. Yeah, you got a pillow yeah, or something. Right that'll that'll do. I do a pillow if you want one. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. But he does look tiny. Can I just get a pillow? <laughs> that'll do it. We could. Yeah, I'll get a pillow. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Boost seat, please. Someone have a car well, seat. Oh, to be fair, stand up for a second. What? Stand up. Uh, it's kind of hard for him to stand up. Yeah. And then, and then you can pull down that back, the back of that fucking thing. Oh. Does oh, it does come it come down? down? No, just, no, 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 just no. the pad. Just the pad. Oh, just the pad. Ah! Oh, you went too far. <laughs> what happened? Please. Oh, because this thing, this thing has a. Double. Damn it! I hope she has that camera rolling because this is gold right now. <laughs> Help me. Oh, damn it. Well, I was saying do this. Let's just, just wait for the pillow. Let's just leave it how it is. <laughs> right there. Don't. Uh, no, no, no. It needs to go all the way forward. All right. All right. And go then for it. Back. Nope. 
think you're wrong. all the way forward. Just go a couple. I think it is just a couple. So though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. I have one at home. Uh-oh. It's my fucking couch. I don't even know how it works. <laughs> that, you just missed. I didn't necessarily. I was more focused on the couch that was falling over on me than. <laughs> <laughs> she leaves and everything's normal. Chaos ensues and she comes back and it's normal. It Did you get it? Because a lot just went on right now. <laughs> hey, we recorded it, right? Okay, good. Uh, yeah. Just him going. This is. <laughs> I'm going to have so many fucking marks here. Oh, All right, yep. great. Now oh get six. ready. I can already tell it's going to be one of those episodes. Now I look six foot nine and not five foot two. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is what you can't get in a Zoom interview, Johnny. Fair. <laughs> this is gold. All right. Let's, let's just. We uh, need to get into this. Yeah, yeah. We really yeah. need to start. Right. Uh, <laughs> we are 20 <laughs> minutes in with zero content. This is great. <laughs> well, actually, not. Uh, let's. That's uh, so <laughs> Boys and girls, <laughs> it's gonna be a rough one today. We usually start with a shot. We have uh, an underage guest today, so. You can cheer us. Out, man. What you got? Are we not supposed to say that? <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think that'd be okay. fine. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Music and Brews. I am your host. I think my name is Jonathan Barigan. Yeah, I think so. And as always, I have my co-host, Brian Michael. Are you having a stroke? What is wrong with you? I am smelling some burnt toast. Mm. (laughs) I was trying something fun. I don't know. We're in a goofy mood, bro. We are. It's, it's, It's a goofy movie. And I blame our special podcast interview today because yeah. it's in person you mean our guest huh our know. special podcast interview yeah why not just guess well because the interview is the event <laughs> and the event is live in person fair and that's getting us giddy and excited it's that's right we're very excited we're very excited tell us johnny all right well my friends listeners drinkers as you, if you will please give a round of applause for our special guest, Ellis Cole. What's up? Woo. How's it going, man? It's, it's pretty good. Pretty yeah? good. Yeah. Yeah. We've yeah. already been talking for quite a while. Yeah. yeah, you've already... Yeah. I don't know if we're going to keep in the, the, the couch shenanigans. Maybe we'll save that. It's great as I just met these two and we're already already kicking it off. <laughs> That's right. Do you ever insert like the applause for people? No. We should put some some like... like yeah, like a soundboard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we had that for a minute. It didn't work. And it oh, just wasn't working. What you it, have? It was a, what, the, the, road, the road podcast. I think it's just called a road podcaster. And it, it's basically Get a Go XLR. Or is that what it is? Go XLR? No, 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 no. no, no. It was literally about. called the podcast. No, no, no. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Like, if you get that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pretty I sure that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Well, we, we got it. But it didn't fit with any of our, 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 like, it never would actually connect with all of our shit. And I was just like, you know what? We're moving on. <laughs> Sold it and moved on. Yeah. It was great. Yes. Interesting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm sorry. Do we need to go back to headphones? Headphones. That's, yes. That's, let's that's talk more about headphones. <laughs> I'm sure that's much more interesting. <laughs> Sweet. Well, 
Ellis, well, thank you for joining yeah. us today. Yeah, of course. Um, we're pretty pumped just to have someone in person and to have you here. Uh, I hadn't heard your music before, and then these guys booked you, and, and uh, I was freaking blown away. I loved it. Thank That's you. It's super, super cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you both. And uh, uh, so you're, we already kind of talked about this earlier, but you're from Nashville. I am. Yes. I've, uh, I've been here relatively to Nashville, grown up here in Tennessee um, my whole life. So. Damn. Okay. Yeah. What, are the, what are the rare, rare ones? Unicorns. What? what? Unicorns, what? Where do we get unicorns? Did I miss something? <laughs> I don't think I heard you right. <laughs> no, I was saying, what are the unicorns? The ones that you, the, 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 isn't that what they call people? That's what that they are, say. That are like That's what they from say. the Nashville. Oh, from Nashville is a unicorn. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, you didn't know that. Uh-uh. So you're worth a lot no, of money. I feel like you, I feel like you're <laughs> fucking with me a little no, bit. No, <laughs> I swear, I've never heard that before. Yeah, you haven't, dude. No, no. I, th- I straight up. I thought I was. I thought I was going crazy. Yeah, no. I was like, why are we on yeah. unicorns? What is, what is going like, on? Where is this leading to? Is he not taking what we're taking? <laughs> Like okay, we're already starting off. <laughs> no, the, the 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 thing has always been anybody that's like from Nashville or like grown up in Nashville is a unicorn because everybody moves to Nashville. Just like a unicorn. Just. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't see the connection. I don't. They're rare. Unicorns are like impossible to find. That's the. That's it's the, the rarity of it. Yeah. Okay. How is this such a big deal? Like. <laughs> This is such a normal thing that I hear. I've heard for like ten Never, years. I've ever. been here for maybe 10 I've heard years. it before, and I've just like looked at people like really confused, and they just didn't know like <laughs> that, that you were confused. Yeah, like, they're like, "Oh, a unicorn." You're like, "Are you okay, dude? Where? Yeah. Where? <laughs> Unicorns, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> uh, oh dude, man, this is gonna devolve on, uh, quickly. Well. Before we get started, uh, and we want to dive in uh, and, and get into the music and get into everything, but first we got to talk about what we're drinking. Yeah, that's right. So I, I mean, I, again, Ellis over here is still got you still have a what eight months? Yeah, before you're twenty-one, yeah, something like that. We're sadly, close. but it doesn't stop us from drinking. That's true. Listen, I got my beer right here. Your, oh, your yeah, the, root beer. The, the, my root beer. Your root yeah. beer. There we go. Hey, you still got a brew. I'm, yeah, I'm into you it, got bro. a brew. Better than most. A lot of people sometimes, we've had some guests jump on and be like, I didn't know I needed a, a, a drink. And we're like, I'm sorry. Did music it's like I got like ice sparkling water. <laughs> did, uh, do you remember that time that one guest brought us like chips and salsa? And, and yeah. Like, yeah. And it brought us like straight up Chipotle. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was awesome. So where's our Chipotle? Just oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. She yeah, ended up just... That was weird. <laughs> and that was hilarious because she was... And she just, like, sprawled out where, where we were. Yeah. It was, like, in it. I was and like, I, what is happening? I would occasionally get up in the middle of the interview to, like, grab chips. <laughs> that was so stupid. We're terrible. So uh, but, Johnny, what are you drinking? Bro, I found... So I did, I did our classic thing of I saw a cool can and I needed it. Fuck yeah! It's a neon beer, hug, a bear beer beer hug with a bear on it with sunglasses. I get it. Yep, yep. Uh, by Goose Island, which yeah. is in uh, Chicago. Hell yeah! Yeah, that's a good one. I think I've had that. one. I have not had it. I just saw the can and I was like, "It's that's a cool fun. can, right?" Yeah, they that's have big. another one that's the Imperial IPA. I can't remember what it's called, but it was like, it was like thirteen percent, and I was like, "No." <laughs> Don't want to do thirteen percent. No, well, I can, but I don't want to do that for an interview. Yeah, you know, nice. I mean, unless you at a certain point just want me just talking hey, gibberish. You're at home. <laughs> I do that for our episodes. 
I'll get like 12% beer. Yeah, except, and, and I'm the only one that hasn't gotten so drunk that I had to redo an episode. That may have happened. That may have happened. Uh, no, Johnny, I'm being responsible. I'm just having Mountain Dew. No, you're not. No, it's the hard Mountain Dew. That's right. The most southern shit I've ever seen. Alcoholic Dude. Mountain Dew. Fuck. Sorry. I just saw this. You know they have a sunny, a hard sunny D now? Yes, I've seen that. I just saw it today, what? and I literally had a moment of being like, <gasps> I hate sunny D, but I'm worth buying I it. love sunny D. Oh, I hate can. fucking sunny D. <laughs> no, this one is the Baja Blast Punch Hard Mountain Dew. 5% alcohol. And um, it just tastes like Mountain Dew. It's pretty sweet. Great for the kids. Great for the kids. Was the bar then, uh, yeah, give us, give, give, give us your... your, your uh... I'll tell you about this. Um... <laughs> It's good. Oh, oh, it oh, says that. You're like, I don't know about this. You're like, oh, no, it's good. Oh, it's, it's good. good. It says it right there. It says it right um, here. Since 1898, as a matter of fact. It's good. Well, that's the oldest one out of all of ours. I mean, it might direct. I don't know. It might be from 19. But 19. It's the most aged. It's the most aged. There you go. Words. There you go. Words. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've got nothing else to say about it. That was, that was about it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's, that's hey, all I got. Bro, the, the, the question is, does it live up to its... To bro, its... root beer is the shit. <laughs> like, well, it says I, it on the label. Is good. it good? It's good. Okay, it's good. good. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. I don't like root beer. I've never been a fan uh, of root beer. Mm, I, I used to not like it, but... Right, I'm leaving. No. I, <laughs> this is over. <laughs> Fuck this. Uh, okay. Uh, well, anyway. let, let's, okay, dive let's, let's dive in. Let's dive in. This is going good. Uh, <laughs> again, we, we just get too wrapped up in the jokes of things. Uh, so, Alice, uh, we have a ton of, of, of questions and super pumped. Uh, but always like to start off with a little, give us a little background, like what got you into music and what's um, everything happening with, or yeah. like, like like kind of your background into where you're at today. For sure. Um, you know, as I said, I've always been down here in Nashville, so it's great to be like in a location where, you know, a bunch of artists are and you can, you know, connect very easily. Um, when I started music, it was six and a half years ago at this point, coming on seven Damn. in October. Yeah. Um, I released my first song on Halloween, so nice. it's kind of cool. Good. Was it about Hocus Pocus? It was not about Hocus oh, Pocus. Damn. Was it about Halloween Town? It not was garbage maybe. is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it, was it was so bad. Oh, I don't know that movie. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a band. Garbage. Oh, okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you released it in Halloween. Um, it was yeah. bad? You didn't like it? It was so bad. It was... Um, uh, you say that, but... No, no, no. It was so. What I used okay. to do. No, it was pretty bad. What I used to do is, um, I would take like clips of sounds I found online and put them in a video editor because I didn't know dolls were a thing at the time. Um, oh no way! Yeah, Dude. and so Whoa. I would put them in a video editor and put like everything together as songs and like do my best for you know being what seventh grade, eighth grade, something like that. Yeah. And like put it all together and make a song out of it. And I mean. It wasn't bad for a video editor, I guess. But <laughs> that's a, that's creative. You know what? Yeah. That's fucking creative. Yeah, and that just reminds me too. Like when I was young and doing it, we would we had a four track tape recorder, um, and we would because we had a whole band, mm -hmm. we'd record four tracks and then record no, record three tracks and record the three tracks to the first track and then record another 
two tracks and recorded this two tracks to the second track. That's so smart. <laughs> you know what I mean? What that was oh, so the... when I first got Ableton, you know, they limit yeah. your like oh. tracks to like yeah. four to eight oh, or something like that. Yeah. I did that exact same yeah. thing. You yeah. can do that digitally. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I used to. Do I that would put thing. it in like a uh, a drum rack and then like record them and then like stick them in the drum rack. And, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Fucking oh, that God. works. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you got to do what you got to do when you're getting started. Yeah, that's yeah. cool though. But I didn't. Uh, I. I didn't even know. Yeah, when Dawes, I was like, I don't know what that is. I was just picking. I was downloading shit illegally, constantly being like, I don't. Let's see if this is a thing I can make music on. Where did this virus come from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know what you mean. I right? did. Yeah. I, I was like, Ugly is it music maker ten? Yeah, and it's spelled wrong. And yep. like, it's yeah, it's probably fine. <laughs> It'll do the job. Hey, look at me now. That's right. You know, doing music. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so after you released that, did that start the fire where you're like, oh, this, um, I'm into this? Well, so right before that, I was, um, I, I always loved music. Um, my, my family had been through music a little bit. Um, and it, so it was kind of already something that like I always like was into. And then, uh, I listened to this one song one night. I was just sitting out of the computer, listening to music, just really just listening to music. That was the only thing I was doing. And um, this song uh, by this artist, World, um, Little Too Close, came on. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, I've got to make music. Like, this is <laughs> so that's when I started, like, throwing into editors and stuff like that yeah. and trying to make something because I just I wanted to make music. Yeah. And um, although it was bad for the first release, um, I just kept going and I didn't. I posted it, but I was, like, already starting on the second song by the time that posted. So I was like, all right, I'm already doing better and put out the second song. And then the third song, like, a week later or something like that. And then it, like, was kind of, like, off and on for a little bit, just, like, with what I knew how to do with music. And then um, I eventually, of course, got my first doll and, like, kind of learned more about, like, okay, like, what's this dude using? How is he making music? Like, and learned a little bit more about it. Um, I guess Ableton was the first one I found, and so that's kind of why I've stuck with it. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it just kind of dominoed to there. So that's awesome. Um, that makes me think, though, being um, being of a, the internet generation, we'll say, uh, when you put music out there, like for me, when I was first making music, it would be burned to a CD and I just handed it out to like mm-hmm. family members and stuff. But that music doesn't exist anywhere. Mm-hmm. And thank God, cause it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's trash and I, I never want to hear it. I don't want anyone to hear it. But being that you, you post it on the internet, I'm guessing that's probably how you released it. Right. Yeah. So is, is there more, is it there? Then? Yeah, yeah. It's still there. Um, it's one of those things where I kind of look back and laugh on just because I've come so far with it. And it's yeah. kind of fun to show sometimes. Cause it's like, Hey, look at this look at garbage of yep. where I came from, you know? Yeah. Um I I was under a completely like different alias at that point, and so mm-hmm. it's not really connected with any of this um that I do now. So, you know, I don't really have a problem with it being there. And yeah. if somebody eventually finds it, then cool. Like <laughs> <laughs> but, Hey, wait like later when you are just rocking the world, you're yeah. gonna be like, like somebody's <laughs> gonna be like, dude, you gotta listen to this first <laughs> the track. Very first Fire! <laughs> I know. I always wondered that, like, because you hear you hear bands and they just sound so perfected, and I'm like, yeah. I want to hear their shitty stuff. Yeah, I, like before they got signed, it yeah. would just There's be fun. There's some fun stuff for, from bands that. that, that well, you, so you had just uh, spoke about that was under a different name. Yeah. So where where did Ellis Cole come from? Because uh, yeah. So like, that's like, actually what, what the, that's actually the big story for me. Um, 
when, of course, I did, you know, YouTube and stuff like that when I was in middle school. And I dropped out of it because, um, like, I started with music and stuff like that. And I really liked what I was doing. Kind of learned that for a little bit. But I always missed doing live streaming, doing YouTube. So I went back to that for a little bit. And I was really just trying to find a name for, like, a year or something like that. Um, this was, like, sophomore year or something. And, um like a year just really trying to like post I was posting on different aliases just really not like solidified on a name and then out of nowhere one day just the name came to mind Ellis E-L-I-S and I was like all right like and I looked it up couldn't find anything on it I was like this is great for like promotion like this will work so I ran with Ellis for a little bit um did like my live streaming type of stuff um one thing that one thing I always wanted to do when I was like live streaming is well growing up I always I was always watching YouTubers like that was my thing to do after school that's kind of what broke me away from like the world I was in um and I I was having a weird time growing up I wasn't exactly like in a happy place so to break away from the world it kind of it it held like a place in my heart Mm. um to be like that for other people and I really wanted to do that and so when I started live streaming I was able to I there were people that would come in there and like that's what they would talk about they would talk about like what they were going through and stuff like that and it just like kind of threw me back to like dang like that was like a point in my life like I was there I remember being that type of person and that's where that's where I wanted to go that's where I really wanted to break away was to get into you know and do that for somebody else and so I started with that um, under Ellis, and um, I was just filling music still. So I stopped live streaming. I stopped doing YouTube and uh, focused on the Ellis side of things, did some music for a little bit. And um, since Cole is my middle name, I wanted to do something a little more like towards the poppy side of things. So I stopped under Ellis and continued under Ellis Cole, and that's where I've been for the last year. So Nice. Wow. So you got your start doing um... – uh, live streaming then. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's that's something that I know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> how do how do people find you on that? Like, it, there's just so much going on. Do you like have to promote it, or do you, people just kind of come across? So the at the time, I really didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea like anything really with marketing, anything like that. Um, I mean, I was only in high school. I was really just getting started with all of that stuff. Um, it was fun, you know, but didn't really pay anything like it was it was all just there um so it's more of just like people that stumbled across of it mm-hmm. across it accidentally and so what i felt like i always had to do was like be this character all the time so that way if somebody clicked on your video it would be like oh i like this guy like i want to i want to stick around um and trying to be that constantly was like a little draining i guess oh, but it has to be. yeah yeah it was that was that was the only thing at the time i really knew how to do was you know try to be this person for people so they click be engaged and then one day hopefully like get to the point where i don't have to be that anymore and just be like hey like this is who i am like take it or bye-bye you that's, know? The, oh, that's it's like <laughs> a losing battle right there at <laughs> that point because so you're like you're like trying to be something until you get the people there and then be like okay now i can like transition out yeah into my man into what i want to into my my normal self yeah 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 uh uh, I'm just going to dive into this. I wanted to talk yeah, a little bit about this. Yeah. But, uh, and I apologize for bringing like your age group stuff up, but I I am really interested when I, when I meet younger people uh, because the stuff that you, that 
that y'all gotta like kind of think about day to day even like growing up throughout high school is like so much different than i think any anyone ever has had um and that in particular there's almost a to me from my perspective it seems like there's like this like everyone has to have some sort of like fame and there's like kind of this pressure be like you need to be mm-hmm. big on social media you need to like be known you yeah. like you said you were like had to be this character which oh man it just sounds exhausting to me it, yeah at the time um i thought that that's what i wanted for myself and like i needed to be this character and stuff like that for people to like you know like me who it was as i've continued with music you know you slowly start to realize like the people that like you for you are the people that need to stick around because you yeah. need to be yourself. You you can't pretend to be somebody else, you know, you have to. So yeah, that pressure is always there, you know, mm. especially because of social media and stuff. And for me particularly, it, it used, I guess it used to be bigger. I say it does. I wanted to say like, it didn't really affect me at all, but I guess somewhere like deep down, I really did think about it in that sense. Yeah. Um, but I really only did it for like a marketing type thing to get big. Being being famous was something that I've wanted since I was a little kid. Like just something that I don't know. I've yeah. I've been shooting for, and I didn't really know how I wanted to do it. So when live streaming started, I thought that that was going to be the path, and then like just music continued, and I was like, man, this is where I want it yeah. to be. I don't know. Yeah. So so is music more that outlet where like oh here I can be myself. Like if not like this persona, like at least my music is me for sure. So I would say so, um, especially with this last album that I released. Um, it really just gave me the opportunity to just put everything, you know, that's the reason why it was so many songs. Everyone was like, you need to do less. You need to do less on it. I'm like, no, like I want to put out. I, what yeah, I, I had want. a, I, I noticed I was like, holy shit, there's a yeah. ton. Mm-hmm. And what's even more, um, compared to most artists and and bands nowadays you know the the general the way of doing things is you know single 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 and then those same singles are on your your album yes yeah. and then plus maybe four other songs so then yeah. at that point you're all you're doing is just listening to the same songs but yours yeah. are all almost all part of just the album right? yep there was um three singles before the album and then the uh the single that was I don't, what would you call it like the the spotlight single i don't yep. know something like that was supposed to be uh the over this the fu anthem yep hmm. um that was supposed to be like the highlight of the album and then um 100 miles per hour released as well and rights and wrongs yep. um the intro it was a really hard time like figuring out which singles I wanted to do leading up to the album, but I also didn't want to like overload the rest of the album because or like do so many singles from the album that the album had no meaning. You yeah, know? at that point it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, because just all your songs are out there anyway. Exactly. So you know, I um, yeah, just really uh, focused on those few singles and then released the album, and <laughs> we've gone from the album from there. So dude, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. What um. Uh... What led you to do the full album as opposed to single, single, single? Which I is, guess you kind of which is, yeah, very counterculture compared to what, what we we talk about it a lot. Yeah, we love full albums. That that is something we talk. That's about That's something a lot. we love. Uh, but very counterculture to today. Even even amongst bands that have been along around for a long time, they now follow the the, the single. I love that you asked that yeah. because um that was actually something that I looked into for quite a while. I was like, should I break this up? Should these become singles instead? Yeah. And I did a lot, a lot of research to figure out whether this was something I wanted to do or whether I wanted to break it up. And um, I decided on the album 
one because when you look at these bigger artists um a lot of where whether it be the first like few songs they release it's usually on their first album you're looking through and it's first album and that led me to let me to kind of think about like okay so an album almost it almost as an artist gives you like a sense of respect like okay this is he's serious in it you know Mm -hmm. um it's it's almost like a signature you've you've made an album you're serious with music he's not just a he doesn't do this as a hobby you know this is like this is something he wants to do and where he's going with it so kind of set the album just to um you know set a set a stone of like i'm doing this this is where i'm going the album as well um was a big project and it really gave me the opportunity to work on music and work on production wise mm. and grow a lot i grew so much from making this album it's yeah. it's crazy that's cool. so that's cool uh did you did you do it yourself i did i produced the, the whole, whole album that's mm-hmm. awesome nice yeah, yeah. absolutely awesome. producing the master um I wanted to, well, I wish he was here today, but, um, I wanted Nathan to be here. Um, he's, he's like my manager and oh, part, cool. um, part, uh, what would you say? Really? I guess just release manager too. Um, yeah. promotional, promotional manager. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he helps on a lot of that side of stuff. And, um, yeah, he, he supported the album from the beginning. He knew all the songs. And then now that it's been out, he's been he's been crushing it with like what he's doing. I mean, I sure you already know we've, I hit 50 K on the album, like just this last Friday. That's awesome. Yeah. And, um, that was honestly all thanks to him. Cause he That's just took amazing. over the marketing side of things and scoring nuts. Mm-hmm. How'd you, meet, awesome. how'd you meet him? Well, I've known him since middle school. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. 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 You were telling me that. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's he's, cool. um, he was, he was, yeah, I was telling him this earlier. Um, I met, I met Nathan in middle school. We kind of, uh, we grew up and then kind of fell in and out. Met him at one of my, uh, the job I used to work at. We started talking a little bit. We started hanging out. And then there was this music video I wanted to film. The first first ever music video I did, I bought a, a Blackmagic like, 6K Pro. And I was like, we're just going to go all out. Whoa. And this is what I want to do. Yeah. So I got him to help me out with it. And then during that, I was like, listen, like, Ellis Cole is almost like a business to me. Um, what do you What do you have going on? Like, with where Where do you want to see yourself in life? Like, what What do you got going on? He's like, honestly, I I'm just kind of still trying to figure it out. And I was like, what would you feel about like making Ellis Cole happen with me? And he was like, let's make it happen. So, oh, that's awesome. He jumps on He jumped on board with me, and since then, he's been in the background of all of the all of the work that's that. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, he, I wish, I wish he has more recognition for all the stuff he does because he is extremely helpful oh, in the background, you know, awesome. man. Yeah. To have a team, that's something like a lot of the artists we interview and, um, they all say they all, that it's so funny when you, when oh, you, I was going to say the opposite, but a lot of the people we, we work with, we, we interview, well, well, I, I should say there's a divide where there's some that have it, a team and they're like, it's the best thing in the world. And then you have the people that are like, I'm doing it alone because it's just like, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that sounds exhausting. But I mean, like a lot of like the L.A. people too. Or, yeah. Oh, no, they're more writers, like like the full artists. They always go like, yeah, we're really proud of this album. Or they go, yeah, we, 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 we really worked hard. They always say we. And I always like, that's interesting. You keep saying we. It's just like. 
to have that team, it, it is yeah. it's bigger than yourself. Well, that's where I wanted to start is like building a team with it. And I was, that's kind of the question I asked him. I was like, do you want to be a part of the team? And that's, that's kind of where the team idea started. And we started reaching out and like trying to find more people to be a part of it. But the only two people that have really lasted and stayed are me and um, me and Nathan. Now, of course, with each project, it's very, it's very different. Um, people come and go, I like to say to the team. Um, and there's a few people that I can outreach to, you know, that, that are always there and would love to be a part of what we do. Um, but you know, they have their own stuff going on. And so, you know, they're not entirely in the project that we do. They're they're not entirely in the business. But they're they're there if you need them. Mm -hmm. And when they, when they get on the projects, um, I love including them and, you know, like for medicine, we had over, I think it was seven people on that project alone, just like from music videos to promoting to like photography to it was it was crazy. So that's really cool. Well, speaking of that, like like this is something I really wanted to bring up because in your in in the album mm-hmm. you have a lot of it's a lot of featured. Mm-hmm. Like yes. And yes. and um so is that like I guess this kind of goes to this is this part of, of the team that you're talking about that jumping in now, or are these just people that are that are around that you are that that you're working with collaborating with um technically speaking um if you were to be like legit like logistical about it i guess would be um like yeah they they are features on the album there were people that i outreached to for the specific songs and projects but i don't know a part of me when i think of like the music that i make and I think of each song itself as a project. And so when I see, when I have these artists come in, it's almost like, okay, this is the song, you know, let's work on this together. And it almost becomes like this project. So like, if you have an idea, pitch it, let's make it happen. Like, and so, yeah, the album as a whole is its own project that was, you know, I would, I like to say me and Nathan really, really put our hands in on, but, um, each individual track definitely it, you know, they, they all had their touch to it and it wouldn't, especially there's, there's one song on there, um, smoke, um, mm-hmm. excess miles is on there. Um, he, it was originally mine, my writing for it and both, um, oh. both verses were me. And I was like, you know, I'm just not feeling this. Like you want to hop on this? Do you, do you want to like touch who? it up? Oh, who is this? Um, excess miles. He's um, oh, excess miles. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, sorry. He um, he jumps on. Uh, it's smoke. Um, the song smoke. Yep. He jumped on it, and I was like, you know, I'd love for you to, you know, sing sing the lyrics that I have on there. And I was just trying to kind of play it safe. And then um, he was like, I'd like to, I'd like to write to it. Would you mind? And I'm like, you know, I'm a little skeptical <laughs> at first. Yeah. Like, okay, like, we'll see where this goes. He writes it. He sends sends it back to me, and I'm like oh my gosh like what yeah. so and i i immediately was like blown away and you know there is there's just people like that they get on the song and i love i love trying to be open-minded to the track and see what they can bring to it because it's when it feels like their project too it you know sparks creativity yeah and, well that that's i mean uh like to take uh, to to keep talking about this it's interesting with um with music or artistry as a whole and creativity is is you know when you make something a lot of the times the person that makes it doesn't always know what the 
best thing for it is. Yeah. You know what? That, it's such a weird, interesting thing. Sorry, I'm I'm kind of deviating a little bit, but uh, but but uh, the, the the biggest thing is always Star Wars. Everybody talks about it, where the creator doesn't always know what the best way, the direction is supposed to go, but the creator is the one that kind of created the the way it's supposed to go. Yeah. Or the the universe, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. and it's always interesting to have that where you made the song. And you're like, I, I mean. I know what I want on my song, but then somebody comes in and is like, "No, I can hear, I can hear where it's supposed yep. to go." Yeah, but like, like I hear it. Just let me, let me help you. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I was, I was really happy to have him on it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like co-writing. You know, when I moved that's, to Nashville, yeah. it's like co-writing is so important because, like, uh, you may, you know, like I'm saying the same things, but you maybe not seeing, uh, yeah, what it's supposed to be, but. I'm just going to repeat what you said. So. <laughs> Fuck it. I feel like you had something else <laughs> I mean, you wanted no, to right. say and then you just stopped. Uh, like, uh, I realized, like, you kind of. That went well. Yeah, right. I hit it. That would be I, on our soundboard. I hit it that went well. That went that well. I, I hit it so dead on that you were, like, speechless. That's true. I'm just going to say that. That I is true. It. You got it, Johnny. Congratulations. I'm good. I'm let's, out. Let's reflect. <laughs> oh! <laughs> We had a we. Had, I, I don't know why, but there was one. Oh, I made we made a joke that we we thought was so funny that we're like, let's reflect on it for a second. And now from now on, it's just a thing. That's true. <laughs> let's reflect. Uh, but if a guest doesn't know that, they're like, the fuck is going on? Yeah, that's most things, but that's true. <laughs> yeah, for most friends too. Yep, yep, yep. yep. All right. I have I have so many questions. I'm good to I go. Have if you, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> I'd like to talk about, and I, you know, sometimes I hate when people ask these questions, but okay. So here's at, the th- <laughs> <laughs> as a, I'm legitimately curious. Like how uh-huh. how do you go about writing your lyrics? So specific. specific <laughs> I know. I know. It's <laughs> that's a broad question. <laughs> but specifically because you. Uh, it, they're, um, hmm, how do I say this? It, your style, at least in, in the, in the album, mm-hmm. it, to me, feels like almost like that, um, like talking, singing mm-hmm. rap. Yes. So not quite, almost, it does have a melody. Like it. Post it's Malone, yet. it's a little more rhythmic than it is melodic, I guess you could say. So Mike, I guess, do you just write out words and make it fit or, because, in my head, I write so melodically. I, I think of the melody first, mm-hmm. and then I try to make words into it. But it almost seems like maybe you do it in reverse. I don't know. It really Tell depends me. on the project. Um, yeah. But the majority of the time, I actually do. I actually do start with melody first. Um, mm. I do like a little like da 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 da. You know, something yeah. just yeah, yeah. on top of the track. A lot of the time, it's just like saying crap in the microphone. Um, there's oh, okay. so many yeah. files where I send it to friends, and I'm like. You know, check this out. And they're like, what are you even saying? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Listen to it. <laughs> so you're one of those. We, yeah. We've written with people like that. Like Victoria was that way. Oh, yeah. Well, she would just sing very confidently oh, random yep. ass but fucking that's shit. What it is. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like random ass words. And you're like, God damn it. I don't know how. Yep. That's what you do. And then it kind of um, sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry, I'm remembering those rights with because because I would be over here like like trying to do like a guitar thing and like really timidly she's like la 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 yeah, just like holy yeah. shit <laughs> yeah um a lot of it is uh st- like it starts from there and then 
sometimes no a good example is the uh the fu anthem on the album uh-huh. that was originally just uh me going fuck you fishy got like that first part of it was just both choruses like there was ah. no there was no verses really yeah. yet there was just like a build up and then the drop and it was just i got on the mic and just sung something random for the longest time it was just going to be that um but i kind of changed it up just to have like like I wrote a second half to the chorus and changed it up because I wanted there to be like a little more connection to like a story, you know, mm-hmm. and make it like a little more sense. Yeah, it's catchy, um, that first part, you know, but um, you, I really like I really like writing from like making a story or making making real life things connect to the music, not just some crap thrown in there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, with that said, like, like then, then for um. I don't, I'm trying to like like I have a little variation on almost the same question you asked, but then so do you usually come into some of these songs with the idea of what you're gonna sing about, or does actually like you know when you're doing the melody and you're just kind of singing random things, do things pop in mm-hmm. and then you're able to adjust to it? I think and, it really and, depends. That one's that's that that yeah. So I've got um on my phone. There's like so many like little notes that I'll go through, and sometimes after like I hum something or like sometimes sometimes I won't hum anything at all, and I like go through my phone and be like, all right, what you know? I every day I'll put like a uh, an idea in my phone and just yeah. leave it there. Um, so every now and then I'll just go through my notes until like I find an idea that fits with the song, um, or like something clicks and something goes with the melody, something of the sort, and then like I build off of it. Um, but if that's not if that's not working, of course, you know, I'll hum something in the microphone and then see if one of them like stick to it. Yeah. And then, you know, other than that, that's, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is cool. I like that. Uh, still going on writing. How, yeah. we're, how we're do we're you... on the topic? Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might as well. So I think <clears throat> your style in particular is um, is definitely a lot different than because this is more would you consider this pop yourself so i like to say that it's um pop and hip-hop with a touch of digital production hip-hop and hip-hop 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 sorry so you like to say it's hip-hop pop yeah, um, I like, just from a marketing standpoint, just depending on who I'm talking to, I'll either say digital production or EDM, because um, either way, it it's true. Um, I like just adding, like, a touch of that, like, synthy type sound to, like, mm-hmm. pop and hip-hop. Yeah. Um, the direction that it's going is, like, this, um, it's, like, this new, very new sound um, that, like, broke off of almost, like, a, what, hyper-pop and... Um, uh, like '90s alternative, um, and I've noticed mm-hmm. that starting to come together a lot. Yeah. But it's like it's like this break off of it that like kind of uses some of that, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of where my music is like right now is in that little. Yeah, that that's cool. But so when you when you write, so I guess here's where I'm trying to go at. The music that uh, that we learned from mm-hmm. came from Max. Do you know Max Martin? Do you know who Max Martin is? He, I don't think so. Oh was, my god! <laughs> well, he hasn't done anything in like ten years, man. Really? Yeah, man. It's been a long time. But I, I thought I, I 
thought he was still he, more prolific than that. He, he doesn't do anything anymore. But he wrote <gasps> basically all the Backstreet Boys. He wrote all of Britney Spears. He wrote all oh, Katy Perry. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. As soon as you said, as soon as you said the artist, yeah, I was like, oh, wait yeah, a minute, yeah, yeah. No, no, not artist, yeah, 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 yeah. like like producer, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Duh, he, he produced crap. and wrote everything. That almost feels stupid. My, by the way, <laughs> no, here you go. By the way, everybody take a shot. Oh, Max Martin came. Max up. Martin That's came true. up because there is almost zero episodes that doesn't bring up that he doesn't bring up. <laughs> I mean, he's just that important, I think, in modern music. He is. But he really. Is. Oh man. But one thing that he, I think, the hooks, the way hooks are written. For for that versus what you're doing, I think it is very different to me. Like the way, I mean, explain to me. You explain it, explain it to me. I guess. Like, how do you think of hooks uh, for your music? You know, or, or do you really think of it? Do you think like because it was so important to like pop music back then, or you had to was. have a have one a line, massive hook, one yeah. thing. But I think also with electronic music, hooks have changed. Like it could be a sound. So that's what when you know I mean? started. So that song I told you about, um, it's an EDM song. I was crazy into EDM. Can, can you tell me what it was again? A uh, little too close by World. Okay. Um, I I loved EDM. That was that was my thing. Um, and I tried to produce that for a really long time. And so I really learned how to produce before I learned how to do vocal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not a good singer at all. Like a year ago, I was <laughs> really really bad. Like, I say that not lightly. Like it was pretty dang bad. <laughs> I do actually have a question about that actually here in a minute, but go get to Okay. <laughs> um, so like when I started the Ellis Cole path, that's when I switched to like pop and hip hop. And that was something more I had to learn of like seeing it as like a, a catchy thing, like a um, earworm is almost what yep. that's, that's, that was the first thing that came to mind when you said like hook, it was yep. earworm, yep. like mm-hmm. something that captures you. But when you make EDM, the hardest thing to do is to put that over sense. You can't, there's too much going on to put a vocal most of the time over like huh. all of this. That's so that's the reason why in a lot of, a lot of EDM, it's really hard to find that space for vocals. And so typically you'll just hear something that's like catchy, just repeating over and over. Yep. And then like the drop happens and yeah. it's just super like, Whoa, um, that's at least what I've noticed. Um, I'm, Maybe wrong on that, but I think you're right. Well, I think I think with EDM, the yeah. the hook is the is the it could be the drop or like yeah. You know I, I mean? see, they, there's see the, this is the thing about EDM that is so interesting that there is multiple locations in which the hook and or the the uh, the earworm happens. Yeah, I guess because like like uh, I'm trying to think titanium would that be considered EDM? Yes, titanium. that is that is EDM. Yeah. Bow, bow. Mm-hmm. But but your 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 earworms coming from the vocals, not the the that moment where it just starts hitting hard. Yeah. Uh, but then you have uh, the, oh fuck, I had it in my brain. Um, oh shoot, are you thinking another EDM song? Yes, I oh I had it in my brain. Sorry, I lost it. But there, the, but then you have songs like Any you song said. By the Spears. thing that you're thinking well, of what? is is not the vocals, but that moment when the vocals leave and yeah. you get that big well, drop yeah. is that, and you're is that David Guetta the the do you know that song I don't know that fucking song no. oh yeah I know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know um, I don't know if that's him I don't know if that's him you know what you're talking about but everything drops in that little part that's what everybody knows hey mama 
the that's thing, one the thing that i feel like is the people that like edm like a different part of the music than people that like the lyrics and growing yeah. into lyrics the way i look at music has completely changed um i can still look at edm the exact same way but i didn't like any pop or hip-hop really i never listened to it because i didn't really understand it and when i had to get into this world and understand it myself it opened my ears to almost two different sides of things and um i feel like if you're in the edm crowd you really listen to you really listen to the music and you really feel you can get emotion out of just yeah the song itself and there's a lot of people that just guitars and stuff like that can do that but they can't do it for like a synth you know Mm -hmm. um just like how some people can listen to Maroon 5 and like them and other people absolutely hate them, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, I, that is absolutely true. And to expand on that a little bit, uh, like, like I think there's just, now that we're just having this big meld of music constantly happening, mm-hmm. like pop has grown into a little bit of the world of the EDM in which like the that the vocals aren't always the main main portion sometimes it's that the the, the music is sometimes the the thing that captures you and you're like that's what i remember like like sometimes you don't have to sing the vocals you see the little like like uh intro or or chorus melody or whatever and everybody's like oh yeah yeah so what's fun is to well where i was going with that is um because edm is that way um and that's where i started that's kind of why it's been such an interesting transition um, to making those earworms and stuff like that. And that's the reason why it seems so unique is because, yeah, there's that EDM that's still there, but finding space for that vocal is where things get, things get weird and you have to be really unique with it and how you, how you come across it because you can't just throw vocals on any EDM track and it sound amazing. Like, unless you did crazy, crazy, crazy stuff to it. And, you know, that's, it's just super hard. It's super hard to do. But that's kind of why, you know, kind of why it, it's different than it's not pop, it's not EDM. It's because it's, it's somewhere in the middle where it's like this yeah. mix between the two. And you don't hear anybody doing that because it's hard to do. It's yeah. not. Well, so, like, from your standpoint as somebody who has kind of transitioned between both and doing both, um and and as and and we we've been we've done a lot of these like like would you say like is the difficulty of not just like everything that's happening but usually edm or 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 anything in that world is doing melody in the music as well as a melody on top of that Mm -hmm. is that what the issue is and then versus like a pop song where usually you just have the music kind of going right? yeah you know it's the it's the under, it's it's the train well, track and then the train's going and what's the, interesting the is if i like if i sit down and i make like a hip-hop or pop track that's just like you know it it's very simplistic there's not yeah. much that like it's very laid out i can make one in two three hours and it's just like it's there i sit down to make an edm track and i find myself on like 76 to 90 100 tracks and i'm like oh my <laughs> gosh like what happened oh, yeah. Um, and that's before the vocals too, you know, you start adding the vocals and you get like 50 more tracks. It's like, Oh my gosh. Right. So, um, yeah. What was the question? I was going somewhere with that. Um, train tracks versus, versus the, the, the wildness that is unicorns. The unicorns. <laughs> oh man, you're going to give me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> so unicorn. <laughs> the EDM is like the horns. Whereas uh-huh. pop is like the, the rainbows. <laughs> I don't know. The, like, do unicorns ride on rainbows? Is that a thing? 
I thought they. Like, I thought they produced them. I was gonna say I thought they shit them out. They put, <laughs> they poop rainbows. No, that's what happened. When you see a rainbow, you're just like mm, unicorn. Unicorn shitting. Can I lick it? <laughs> yeah. also, Wait, so does that mean? Right, no. That, now we've got to. Does that mean? Are you, are you wanting to lick shit? Is that what's happening? And leprechauns no. put their gold at the bottom of a pile of shit. Leprechauns are just getting shit on by unicorns. Some real. I th- I honestly, so does that I mean that gold is actually just piles of shit? Yeah, they're like hardened unicorn shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> are we just entering into just like a weird, I guess, century so, old wait, wait, wait. sexcapade with the pot of the, of between the leprechauns and would, the unicorns? Would the pot be a unicorn toilet? Okay. <laughs> I don't think we're on the same page with that one. <laughs> oh, God. Wait a second. Where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah, that's how I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Sure. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. All right. We've gone off Oh, the we've gone off. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's go. Oh, by the way, train tracks. Train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> good segue. Yeah, b- very good segue. We did that on purpose. Uh... <laughs> We went off the rails. No, we're not on a subway. We're on a train. train. Sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I, you know what? Re- you know, that was a good Wait. joke. Let's reflect. <laughs> I, can't. I can't even reflect. Um, okay. No. I, I got another one. I got another one. Another one. Another one. <laughs> we're going to do it every time, don't we? They're no, you go ahead. Me. What? Huh? So they're fighting over me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to him. Also, he's over here like... What up? Yeah, what up? Yeah, he's, yeah. like, he's like, like they're fighting on me. I am a hot commodity. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Oh, we're coming to me. All right. Excuse me. No, 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 so, no. no, 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 no. We're, we're not, coming. We're not, we're not for doing that. Nope, not even that. Nope, not doing that. Nope, okay. none, of, none of none of the so, comments. All right. So, uh, you know, this relates to the EDM. And I mean, this is a a multi part question. So one. I feel like a lot of this growing and, uh, I mean, the last few years were your formidable music writing years, I think. Mm -hmm. And there was a big pandemic going on. So talk about that. And also leading into maybe how you feel about live music and performing live and and, and what that. um, How much have you done that that, uh, of performing? Yeah, first, do you perform live? Um, yeah, I actually have an upcoming show in July. Um, yeah, nice. July 9th, um, I'm shooting something. So it's nice. going to be, yeah, cool. it's going to be pretty cool. Um, yeah. But that's going to be my first show. So oh, I have shit. not done, um, I've done like live performances for like vocal, like just vocal, um, vo- our vocal studio, my the vocal studio I'm with um, puts it on sometimes and oh. they do like performance type stuff. So that's like fun. I've done covers and stuff like that, but I haven't done a full on like show like oh, yeah. where I've done like a concert and played my own stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be, you know, the first one that I do. Um okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty exciting. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, do you uh, want me uh, to um so yeah, yeah. So <laughs> doing <laughs> so starting this well, I mean you started this before the pandemic, but mm-hmm. being in the pandemic and and I'm writing a lot of this music and stuff like that, did that was that hard? Was it uh, was it actually useful because you got to 
just so being and writing shit. One thing I wish I did during the pandemic was well, so the live streaming that was done during the pandemic, oh. and that was that was the only thing I really did during that time was oh. focus on live stream because I had nothing else going on. So yeah. it was like the only thing I did all of the time. And I mean, sometimes I'd want to make music and I'd be like, nah, I want to live stream. And it like, I kind of wish if I spent more time during the pandemic focusing on music, I would be way further than I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't. And you know, that is what it is. Um, you know, I, I got Ellis out of all of it. So that's, yeah. that's pretty it nice. Worked out. And yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I never, it wasn't really something that I touched on during the pandemic and oh. I really wish that I did. And I look back now and I'm like, dang, like that was a huge point in my life where, you know, I could have grown crazy and yeah. it, it didn't at all. You know? Okay. So this came after the pandemic. Oh, oh mm-hmm. the music stuff. So okay. Ellis when Ellis Cole originally, well, I guess there was the pandemic and then I went back to school for a little bit. And then about a year later, I started focusing on, um, like Ellis, Ellis Cole and running, learning, learning how to market, learning how to do all that stuff. And, um, yeah, did that for a year. Um, really, really suck a few songs, but stayed kind of, you know, quiet for the scene and like learned what I was doing. And then like this year, was the year where I'm like, all right, that, you know, this is, this is it. It's going to make it happen. And I mean, I have so far and I plan to continue Good. that. So, um, so in regards to playing live, is that something that is as important to you as maybe like, cause I feel like, you know, for, for like my generation, that's like all, like I didn't really care about the recording part. I cared about playing live. And I feel like, Nowadays, especially with internet culture and stuff like that, I almost feel like, I mean, I don't know how many people are going out to, to live shows. Well, like the problem with to. that nowadays is the oversaturation of content online. So if you want right. to make it big, you unfortunately need at least a steady amount of content that's continuing to, continuing to, to grow, grow your socials and such and yeah. Yeah. Grow, grow your platforms. And so if you're trying, you know, I think live performance is really good and it's something that, you know, I'm still, I'm, I'm very new to and I'm looking into it right now and I want to see where it goes and learn that aspect of things. But I think that it's a totally different market and you can't really compare it to online stuff because of the oversaturation of just performance online. Interesting. Well, this goes to something that we were talking about. I think that I kind of brought up that there is now two different things. Mm -hmm. There's, people who do live music and there's people who do the the other stuff yeah do you yeah. think that's true well, i would say so that's interesting. i mean i would agree with that but also um being in this town so now now a different question for me arises in which like if you are more prolific on on the internet um but you're in a town that is like has just such an eclectic like music scene like you have a little bit of everything obviously mostly focusing on on country like is it been difficult to build a little fan base there or it definitely it definitely is um since you tend to market here probably more than anywhere else yeah since um since country does kind of you know dominate yeah you can't (laughs) it's it's really it's really hard to find that side of things but um if you look into you know if you if you look around you can find the people and pop and stuff like that and um 
you know, I mean, if you, you know, with live venue and stuff like that too, I mentioned the album stuff making you kind of like legit. The first question that people ask when I say I do music is, oh, where do you perform? Or, oh, what do you, you know, what do you play? It's all physical. It's all, mm. yeah, it's the, you know, the it's not, aspect of it. yeah. the first question usually isn't what's your socials? Like, yeah, I, they usually ask that last. That's what they want question. to get from you. Interesting. So. Question on that though, the, the people that are asking you that, is there a kind of a, an age range that you have noticed at all, perchance? It's hard to say because um, <laughs> where I, where I, where I, you know, where I work, it's you know people that are a lot older than me, and that's typically the age range that it's around. So that's where it's. Yeah. I don't. I don't really see a lot of people that you know look um look for look for a lot of socials and that's that's, that's what I was gonna that's what I was like getting at where I think a lot of, it's still we still deal a lot with with some of the older generations which is mm-hmm. where do you play yep. what do you play where are you things and I think that's where you know going yeah. back to yeah there are two different fields but they're two different fields that are really important yeah. and you have oh, to have absolutely. both hmm. yeah. That is interesting. Do do you go to live shows? Uh, as as often as I can. Yeah. Um, I've been to a few. So yeah. Okay. My my grandfather actually does live shows, so I try to go out oh, with him no as way. often as I can. Mm-hmm. Like he performs, he, he plays. Play? He goes to um he performs at uh um Kimbrose. Oh nice. Mm-hmm. Oh cool. Yeah. Does he do country? Uh, bluegrass. Bluegrass. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. oh that's shit. cool. Yeah. What's he playing? Uh, dobro. Nice. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, he's insane. <laughs> He's oh, I have never cool. seen a dobro player suck. <laughs> yeah, I think in order to play dobro, you have you, to be. You just awesome. are like, I'm yeah. going to dedicate myself to this, and I'm going to be fucking sick. Yep. Quit digression. 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 Quick digression. Sorry, Brian. Brian has a habit of Saying mispronouncing words. Instead of saying, I to panicked. Preface this, you know what? He goes, I to preface this. <laughs> wait, wait, you know what's so funny about this? Is right before I said it, I was like, is it digression or degression? And then I was like, I panicked. There's, and then and then I said the wrong thing. <laughs> Isn't it just no, said the wrong thing? We're wrong. To digress. The wrong thing. To digression. I think it's wait. What was the exact sentence? Because I think it's just a quick digression. <laughs> you're right. That sounds so stupid. God now damn it! You're like, damn it! Uh, I hear it. Picked wrong. All right. Anyways, <laughs> where was I going with that? A quick digression. Oh, it doesn't matter. I was just gonna tell it was a about story. the Dobro player. The Dobro player. Someone came up to me one time. And I thought I recognized him, and he was like, hey, how's it going, man? And I was like, hey, good, man. And we talked for a second, and he's like, by the way, I might need a Dobro player this weekend. Um, can I hit you up? And I was like, I think he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> and so, as any good person would do, I said, sure. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And he said, thanks, that man. Text me. That, that Dobro player got a text <laughs> me, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. I just said sure. I didn't yeah, want to deal you're not with, the... fuck with that. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, we had already been talking for like five minutes. And also, he, <laughs> he would feel like shit for being right? like, I'm like, wait, who are yeah. you? <laughs> now he can feel like shit, but away from you. Yes. Now I don't have to experience it. No guilt. 
Yeah. Well, to digress. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, never let, uh, I, oh, There's so many of these. I have to. I really want to just go through all of our episodes just to hear all of his mispronunciations. <laughs> all the words I say wrong. To enter them all in one. Oh, one my video. gosh. Um, all right. I got, I got, I got continuation questions. If you got one. Okay, go on. What? Go ahead. All right. Um, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Um, so you had a lot of, uh, so, uh, we, we talked a lot about your music, um, and then a lot of other performances, but, but since, uh, you, you seem to have to build and you, you really are focused on like cultivating a, um, I want to say group, a, a community in which you're, you're working with a lot. And, and I would say, I know you got your people that you're trying to build mm-hmm. with, but also with a community that seems to be working with you and you guys are exchanging music, all that. So you have had a lot of features. Have you featured anywhere else yet? Yeah. Um, yeah. so there's a few unreleases that, ah, yeah, there's okay. a few unreleases that are coming, um, that I feature on. And then, um, my, one of the first songs for, Ellis that Ellis Cole, excuse me, that um released was um uh don't don't want you back by uh Zaya. Um he had me feature on his track Dude, and yeah. I got to come over and throw something down on it and it Sick. it turned out awesome. Um it's I love listening to it to myself, just like one of my favorite tracks that That's I've so wrote on. So yeah. yeah. So, so I, I mean, I know we, we just had a conversation about when you have somebody working on your track. How was it for you to be working on some... God damn it, Johnny. I, I was you know word. what? I say words wrong, but you fucking hit shit. I, cause I Left mix, and right. I'm expressive. <laughs> um, you mean destructive. <laughs> Same thing, right? <laughs> Okay. Not wrong. Uh, <laughs> no, so, so like, so I obviously I had that very amazing analogy with the with the Star Wars and everything, but and the train tracks and, and I've had a lot of good analogies yeah. today. <laughs> I, I've been I've been really on a roll. Um, but on a roll, like a train, choo choo, bitch. I don't. Just... <laughs> Your next single. Choo choo bitch. Choo choo bitch. Like, are you saying like she's a choo choo bitch? Like, no, I'm like I'm coming likes... at you like a choo choo no, no. bitch. No, she rolls in and out of town like a choo choo bitch. You know what I mean? I like that. That's it. I like mine a little more. Okay, <laughs> go on. It's like she's loud. Like she goes, no, no, no. no, like 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 Michael Jackson. More like. You're that would make to... sense. We're here well, in Nashville. So to be fair, yeah. we are missing the real big picture of. Running a train on someone like a choo-choo bitch. Running a train on them. Yeah. Like a. Like, do you not know what a running? <laughs> like a human. Yeah, this like is a, a human... real problem. Anyway, like we're gonna go back. Seven? We're we're gonna reel this in because this got real bad really quick. What about yeah, a, really. a gold pot? What about this gold pot? I'm just saying you started this. Yeah. Did I? <laughs> yes, you did. You I said choo choo bitch. Did. You say if you give us a, a line like that, we're gonna yeah, go we'll for hours to it and grow. That's oh, at, at any party, anybody says one line that we're like, <gasps> we're gonna go for like an hour. Uh, no, no. So, so after your very prolific love of this song that you spoke about, <laughs> and after our talk of choo choo bitching, oh, um, no choo choo bitching, choo choo bitching, um, 
No, so so tell me a little bit of like like your mindset and how you felt about instead of having somebody featured on your track, which you've had many, about featuring on somebody else and how the the dynamic with with it worked. Like, did you feel like you had the confidence to just do what you wanted, or did you feel a little more enclosed? Yeah. And and how is that community? So of that? when I uh, when I went over to Zaya's house, that was the that was the first time I had you know been over to his house. So it was like it was a little nerve wracking when I first got in there, but like I grew really quickly and I was I was okay. And that's typically you. how I am in a lot of environments. But um, the collaboration that I did, um, it was Karma um, with Into Misery, and me and when I when I went over to his house. Um, well, he basically met me at a live show, and he was like, "Let's get together, let's do something." Oh, so really? Was like, yeah. Oh, just like straight up out of, out of yep. yep. That's awesome. Yeah, and so um, we got together. I went over to his house, and we recorded a track. Um, and honestly, I was nervous as heck when I was over there. I remember like shaking and like, but like I was of course like hiding it, you know, like You're my hands like... around my back, like <laughs> I'm all good, I'm all good. Um, because it was like you know the first like outside of my well because i'd i'd been friends with zaya since high school so um but uh maybe no i think it was just high school but um i i never knew this other guy and so i was like you know at this random dude's house like first time really doing a feature on somebody that was like into music and like really was trying to go somewhere with it and so i i was nervous as heck you know um I didn't sit down like, you know, confident and ready to go. And I remember after it took, it's taken so many listens to that track to actually like the song. Everyone else loved the song, but I just, I personally wasn't a huge fan of my vocals on it off the start. And I just felt like I was so nervous and I felt like it showed in the microphone. Mm. And after listening to it so many times, the nervousness kind of like fades away and you hear that a lot less, you know, and you can, you can more hear yourself, but, um, yeah, I was definitely, definitely pretty nervous off the start of like, don't know. Yeah. Oh, so when you went in for, for the feature, did you mm-hmm. already get to hear the track and, and be able to kind of create something for it? Or was it really just kind of like in the moment being like, okay, here's what we're doing. Like, see if you can think of something. and, and That's really how it was. Um, oh, it's just in the moment. Yeah. Oh, I, was, wanna, I need to listen to this. Yeah. What is <laughs> it this It was um, Karma into, uh, by, you know, of course, me and Into Misery. So, Ellis Cole, Into Misery. All right. Sorry, yeah. I have to listen to that because that sounds awesome. Like, I, I truly do think a lot of the best best things come from when you're just kind of there and uh-huh. like just feeling it and it just like, yeah so it hit me um yeah this is actually kind yeah. of funny to Karma. build off of something that you said earlier how i write my music so i asked him i was like do you have an idea of something you want the song to be about and he like sat there for a second and like didn't really know and then like he he listened to it a few times and he's like okay i've got this idea of um I think it was lo- losing a girl that I think it was losing a girl but like I don't remember what the whole the whole thing was. I wish <laughs> man, you wrote to this. Of course. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um 
Yeah. Uh, anyways, it was it was something along <laughs> the line uh, lines of losing losing somebody. Um, in general. Um, I think it was originally like a girl. Um, that's what originally came out, and he was like, or just somebody in general, like, and kind of changed it up. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Um, let me let me think of like what I can do with it. And we literally he sat down through the song on a loop. He started writing his lyrics. I started writing mine, and I was like, I'd like to take. Oh, he I'd didn't like even to- have his lyrics done. No. Oh shit. No. Yeah. So we both sat down in the same session and we're writing stuff. And um, in the time that it took me to finish my um, like hook or whatever, yeah. he had finished all his uh, verse verse stuff. So it's like awesome. That's Damn cool. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't. Be, I guess I was. I really wanted. I don't. My thing with lyrics. I don't like making the same thing that you hear over and over and over again. Like, mm. you know, I feel like I see the word pain all the dang time. Like, yeah. I, I yeah, just yeah, get yeah. kind of tired of hearing the same things over and over. I feel like I'm listening to a copy and paste everywhere I go. Yeah, a lot of times. So my biggest thing is to try to break away and use words that are just not really seen as much. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I try to do with karma and try to be a little bit creative with it. Um, so it was... Uh, um, I've been thinking it's no wonder I try, try but I can't fucking understand But time it burns and shines through karma The problem that has reached its end um, Just trying to trying to find something that Wasn't the same but is also like You know still catchy yeah, and then yeah, yeah, uh, like not understandable. Well, Real side it? note: I love when people split a word in half. You ended one sentence on half the word, and then went. I forgot which word it was, but I love when, I love when people do that. Yeah, that is you know a, that's a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Hoppus used to do that all the time in Blink. He does do that. Yeah. I did not. Uh, uh, yes. It clicked. I, sorry, sorry. That is a realization that I did not know I knew, but in the moment uh, you said it, I was like, oh, "He does." Can I, can I ask about? No, you cannot. One, uh, one thousand photos. Yes, I love that song. That's, that's awesome. That's my. You jam. know what's funny about that? What's that? That came from Ellis. Oh, not Ellis Cole. Not Ellis Cole. That's that's really? prior to Ellis Cole. Came from that's Ellis. Prior. So, ah. the reason why I went over to Ellis Cole is um. When I was in the transition from Ellis to Ellis Cole and adding that more poppy stuff, um, there was this radio station in New York that wanted to feature my track. Hmm. And um, when they were reaching out to me, I was like, I'm actually in the transition right now. Like, this is one of the songs I have, but I'm in the transition of. And then I was kind of, and then I kind of got this idea. I was like, I'm in the transition of moving it from one of my old aliases to my new one. And like, I just sent it as that. And they were like, oh, okay, let me know as soon as you get it. I really like this song. And so that's what I did. And I moved it from my old alias to the new one. Oh, and so shit, yeah. then I could continue to promote it and yeah. just as if it was on the old one. Yeah. And it, it worked just as well. So. Yeah. That's I mean, fucking that's, that's cool. That's it's smart. It has like a like a pop punky feel to it to me, mm-hmm. uh, which I really like. Of course, I'm like a pop punk guy. So, so <laughs> as I said, my favorite thing to do with tracks is to – um add like a I said pop and hip hop um and then somewhere along the way I mentioned the fact that like 90s alternative yep, 90s like old. blend yep. with that that's kind of what I was thinking I love the I love the idea of putting um rock into stuff too um you can hear it in one of the the first song on the album um rights and wrongs mm-hmm. it has like this um rock type feel to it yeah. and it's um reason for that 
is I like doing a little bit of rock too, just because it gives that like get. I played guitar on that one, and that oh, was you did? yeah. I there was, was there's a few of them on there that uh, I played guitar for, and um, I don't know. I really I like you know adding adding those live elements to it, and so rock is like one of those things where you can do like this '90s thing to it and still put like a little bit of digital production on it yeah so kind of what i did with the thousand photos and yeah ever since i started i wanted to do like edm and like make edm a little more well known than it is um and like blend it with other genres and so since the beginning i've kind of wanted to do something like that and it's transitioned into that since then yeah i have a theory that so pop punk split into like early pop punk split into like hardcore music, which had a lot of breakdowns, which then split into oddly enough EDM, which uh, like what we think of as modern EDM anyway, mm-hmm. not like te- not like European techno versus American EDM. I think are yeah. very different, but um, where the the drops in EDM are similar to that of breakdowns, which yeah. originated really with early pop punk kind of thing, but. I think it is. It's we could, all we could get into a whole talk about that because we, we actually have. We we <laughs> yeah. had an episode about. Well, we that. also talk about how pop today, right now, feels like it wants to be like metal, but it's like, yeah. and then they're like, "But we're gonna just make it all kind of like the the new Lady Gaga song." Like I'm like that yeah. that song is dying to be a metal song. Oh, oh is I it see. The one yeah. the the. the uh, uh, Oh damn, damn, yeah, yeah, and I'm just like it's dying to be the the Sam Smith song, Unholy. Oh yeah, that could be a metal song. Yeah, it's well, it it already everybody's covered it. I'm like, it's that's what it's supposed to be. Well, a lot of a lot of modern music actually puts the those like metal type um, sound effect and instruments in it for that reason, and and then they kind of. Break it down. Yeah, and then they water it down, which is what I always uh, say. I was going to say as well, um, one thing from um, alternative rock that in like the 90s and stuff like that is you always heard – so I like calling it drum and bass because I started on EDM and then went to uh-huh. rock. Yeah, yeah. So you hear that. Yeah. Um, you hear that in alternative rock, and they do the exact same thing. So I thought it was pretty funny that you mentioned like that going to EDM. Yeah, because <laughs> you do hear that. That's what you hear. Uh huh. That same pattern. And I know as I've grown into music, I've started to realize like, oh, drum patterns are like so relative. Like you just hear them over and over and over. But it's funny that drum and bass. That's specifically like what makes drum and bass drum and bass. Yeah. But you listen to a rock song and like, I don't know, it's just. Kind of feels like pulled from there, but it's kind of it's interesting. Yeah, it is all intertwined. Well, that's what I really makes do it think fun. That. That's what makes music fun is drawing from everything nowadays. But um, Brian, where are we? We are at the end. <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> Normal. <laughs> <laughs> I I felt I, I know we definitely are over, but we did have like twenty minutes of bullshit. So that's why I was like, yeah, no, uh, this has been fun. I can keep talking. Oh, I like can, nerding yeah, out about dude, music you're and shit. awesome. Yeah, I, I, yeah. There's so much music stuff that we can talk about, but we got to start heading towards the end of our discussion. Heard that? Um, <clears throat> any any last questions, Brian? Um, I'm looking through my questions to make sure I didn't miss anything. One more quick question: that little interlude. With Gwendolyn? Mm-hmm. Is that real? Uh, no. 
Oh, okay. No, it was, <laughs> well, then that's great acting. <laughs> yeah, she, she did great. Fantastic. Because I was actually, like, this could be real. When she came in to do the Hurts to Let Go track, she did that interlude while she was there. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's on one of your tracks, too. Yep. I saw that. Uh, yeah, she did great. Yeah. I was like, this could be real. This Shout to you. Great. Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have one, uh, one last quick question. Sadly, we can't do our drinking question. So I got one last little quick question. Uh, you were doing music how long ago you said? Six, six and a half years. All right. So in that time and since you were 20, that, that there's a lot of changing in that period. Did you have to figure out as your voice changed and uh, did you have to figure out changing of the music or, or were you able to keep it pretty consistent? Well, Interesting. Because that I was just... very EDM based, there wasn't a lot of like if I did do anything with vocals type stuff it was yeah. a lot of pitching and so there wasn't really anything like complicated with like figuring out where where my direction of music in correlation yeah. with my voice went there but over this last year that's kind of why i stayed a, like a lot more silent is because that's what i was working on finding my sound finding what yeah. how to blend what i've been doing for six and a half years with this thing that i just started and like try to make them both sound good because vocal production and like production on track they are two Very totally separate, things. complicated <laughs> things. And so, like, I had to completely learn this whole, like, side of things, the vocal side of things, that I had no clue about, never never had touched, and I really didn't know what it's I was a, doing. It's yeah, man. It's probably the most time-consuming part of of uh, recording, mm-hmm. at least for it me. It is. Doing yes. vocals, it's, it's a lot. And that was a lot. <laughs> that was the biggest thing with the album that I learned, was how yeah. to set aside the time to record the vocals that I want to do and yep. how to do it efficiently. And, you know, that was that was the biggest learning point of that all because I already knew how to produce, knew how to make the sounds that I wanted to make. But I put vocals on a track, and I was like, I hate this now. So <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it out. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I was just curious about that because, because you mentioned that you've been doing it for six years. I was like, damn. Yeah, also, like, that's, um, that's, that's young. <laughs> the use of – I started to do – because I, I, too, love EDM. Mm-hmm. Uh, John knows this, uh, and I've done you some. Do? Yeah, turns out. Oh, and I, uh, I've done a few tracks um, of that, and I really wanted to. I do, I do all sorts of music, mm-hmm. uh, from country to metal to whatever. But uh, so normally I just sing straight, whatever. But I really wanted to utilize auto tune in my vocals and sing a little lower register. And, and there's just something that I guess. I want to ask you about the how you use autotune. I, man, we're right at the end. I don't need, it. but I'm just curious about it. I because, can do this real quick yeah, can because quick I think yeah, I think it is okay. it it is more of a of a of a sound of a tool mm-hmm. than it, than because people gave it shit back in the day when it first came out. Yeah, but, but I think it's so cool. Well, it's I so love important nowadays. Sound. Like that's that's what a lot of a lot of music you hear, and you'd be surprised of everyone trashes it, and then you know they realize, oh, my favorite artist or my favorite song uses it. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's really important. Yeah. So um, I, when I started doing vocals, I really loved the idea of autotune. I threw it on everything, maxed it out. And I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> then I slowly, as I said, I transitioned to like away from EDM, started you know more of like this hip-hop, pop type sound. And I started listening to like more um, raw type stuff, just guitar and vocals. Mm, cool. And I realized um, I wanted to break away from that autotune sound. So I do autotune on my vocals, but... I set it way lower than what, you know, what, what you would expect. Yeah. Um, and then I turn on a little bit of, um, or like the retune speed is, you know, little more than halfway. And then the 
um what would it be i guess raw versus not like it gives a little yeah. bit of raw too so yeah there's a lot of voice that's there but um you also you have the autos into it if i had the time um and wasn't focused so much on you know the marketing side of things and oversaturating the field that needs to be saturated unfortunately um i would sit down and i would use melodyne to um adjust the parts that i don't like and i would i would probably sit here all day and do the best i can to match that pitch until i got it right until i liked what i like <laughs> yeah. now of course you can do like the thing you know you record a track yep. and then you record it again and then you take the best parts of it and split it up mm-hmm. but um even then using uh using melodyne hit that really changed changed it for me because after if i really don't want that autotune sound but i really really want my vocals to sound as raw as they can be without going too crazy and you know it yeah I'll either turn on autotune for like a split second where it like changes it. Yeah. Or um I'll use Melodyne so, you know, I'll automate where where I'll make it stronger, I guess is what you could say. I'll yeah. make the make mm-hmm. make the tone a little bit uh the pitch a little bit stronger to the note that it should yeah know, be correlated to. Absolutely. So. Yeah, that's cool. I think man, I think it's cool. I think uh I think it has a sound. I I don't even think you should get rid of it. I think it's cool. I think it adds to to your to your sound too uh it fits the style yeah i think it's it does i think it's cool but... i i also i do love a good like rawness to to the vocals i think even even sometimes a little bit of the imperfections is what mm-hmm. makes it like it's like it's what i've started to notice so it really depends the on the track and i'll yeah. i'll do like a blend of both yeah, yeah. i like both depends yeah. on the track because mm-hmm. i think yeah. that's important i mean like yeah did you it know it's on on your emotion like the emotional state of the there's song, some songs i'll do just the chorus is auto-tune and i'll do the verses is yeah, yeah. like fuck yeah yeah that's smart fuck yeah. yeah that's fun i like that you know uh red hot chili peppers the early albums not even reverb on his vocals oh i know that nothing i no. actually didn't know that just and it's like it's vocal. so brutal because it's just it's, <laughs> he's yeah He's got a weird voice, though. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's really, really I wouldn't really say soothing. it's, like, perfect no, in any way, but it, it's so unique. It's, like, and it's just right there in your face. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. It's just, it's it's really soothing. I like it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, all right, guys. This has been fun. Oh, yeah, we could talk all fucking night. It's <laughs> really good. We, we got to be done. Uh, and if nothing else, Debbie's like, I need another drink. <laughs> <laughs> all right well um give us the plugs homie yeah for sure um you know my name is ellis cole um thank you both for having me of course um if you want to you know if you want to find my stuff um check me out everywhere at uh at the ellis cole t-h-e-e-l-i-s-c-o-l-e um that's instagram tiktok where you know wherever you're gonna find me wherever you're trying to look um i've got a show coming up in july on july 9th um we're at it's going to be at Royal Events and Services and Spring Hill. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So if you have the opportunity, we'd love to see you out there. Oh, we're going to go. Heck yeah, awesome. <laughs> July 9th? Yes, July 9th. Oh, shoot, I have an engagement. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, shoot, they just texted me and canceled. Shit, 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 shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be there, dude. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Yeah. Cool. Um, Brian? Johnny. I'm not doing that yet. <laughs> I was going to say, do you want me to do the plugs? Oh, the plugs. We, 
We gotta do plugs. We'll do, we'll do plugs later. Yo, make sure you what like you, us. We're, we're not we're not on Zoom right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, we can always add it in later. I'm just gonna do them quick. You're right. fine. <laughs> Fucking god. <laughs> god damn. We leave all god. this in. This is gold. Yeah. <laughs> People like this. <laughs> Our interaction of hating each other. That we're truly in love. Uh, anyway. <laughs> So guys, okay. check out our our Instagram and Facebook, Music and Brews, um, as well as please give us some subscribes and and uh, five star reviews on iTunes. Yeah, those are sexy. Run them up. We got we got a few. They're nice. Yeah, they're sexy. They're tasty. Tell your family members about us. <laughs> Just not you, your you mom. Know, yes. No. Or De- your grandma. Definitely oh, your mom. Want we definitely <laughs> want mom. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. This I is was, your chance to I run. I was already going to say some heinous shit. I was like, okay. we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to stop right, right now. now. Johnny. All right. You know what? What, uh, Brian? This has been, this has been this fun. But you know what? There's too much floors in here. So you know what we need to do? You know what we need to do? <laughs> we need to tear up the floors! Tear up the floors! I really wanted to do a choo-choo pitch one. Choo-choo pitch!